Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Thanks for being with us here on this uh, pretty nice Wednesday. going to be nicer tomorrow, but pretty nice as it is right now. Make sure you smash that like button on YouTube. Make sure you follow our page. On YouTube, if you're a podcast listener, we appreciate you very, very much. Make sure you are following or subscribed on your preferred podcast app. A five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify goes a really long way. We'd appreciate that. And make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at CHGO underscore Blackhawks. Uh, We had a whole uh, kind of not a different show, but a little bit more of a playoff recap show planned and then the Rangers held their exit interviews today. Why did they lose in the first they round? They did lose oh, in the first sure round. Man. Yikes. That just bums me out. Just like the Boston Bruins oh. lost in the first round. I'd and be so uh, disappointed if I actually <laughs> liked that team. And Patrick Kane spoke. And while his comments Oop. weren't necessarily Oop. surprising, they did put a bit of a, uh, I guess, a nail in the coffin on his return to the Blackhawks. Will you let you hear from Patrick Kane himself? He was asked by the media in New York if he had considered returning to the Blackhawks in free agency. And here's what number 88 had to say. There he is. Uh, I, I haven't really thought about that, to be honest with you, but I know they're, they're rebuilding, and, and uh, so that's really never crossed my mind, to be honest with you. So, so we're done here, right? Yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 on the CHGO. No. Um, we knew this, right? Uh, I also think we all know that the Blackhawks are not interested in him really coming back. But uh, to hear him kind of drive the nail in the coffin, to use the same term twice in one segment, um, <laughs> is, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a final, you know, I think there, we're we're, Greg and I were talking before he got here, Mario, is like, you know, they did say Taves wouldn't be back, but they never said that about Kane. You said that, and then I told you to shut up. You yeah. did tell me to shut <laughs> I was up. Like, Jay, yes. go put a dollar in the jar and knock it off. For the record, none of us want him back. And it's not a slam on Patrick it's, Kane. No. Yeah. It's time to move on. 2015, 2013, 2010. They're over. It's gone. Let's just enjoy what we had and stop trying to hold on to it. Yeah. Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, I, look, it's it's not that we don't want a player of his caliber to be on the team. I think that would be fine. I think it's we all know what we're moving on from. Moving on from from having him in the locker room, uh, having him be one of the 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 stars of the team, uh, having him be a face of the franchise, having him take up a, a ton of money, which is not a problem, but just he would. Um, and just just moving on from that that era and, and what he and Jonathan Taze, what they represented to the rest of the organization, being able to move on from all of that. And, and, and when we talked with Alex Vlasic, he spoke about how, you know, not in the context of not wanting to, like, piss off Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane, but as a young player going into that locker room, kind of being on eggshells because – there's still that presence. And for a team that is looking to have their young players flourish and have their young players have the opportunities to take charge of being the Blackhawks and take charge of being the leaders of the next era of hockey in, in, in Chicago, 
that's not going to happen with Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane on the team. So Jonathan Taze is, is not coming back. Patrick Kane is not coming back. The Blackhawks are not offer sheeting Alex Dabrinkit. We, we can all just be done with all of this and, and, and move on and look forward to a new look for this organization. And I think something that we all appreciated what the last 10 plus years has been. Absolutely. Um, but it's, it's time for a change, a change. And can we also put to bed this nonsense that he was forced out or he feels like he was forced out. He's the one that said, <laughs> trade me to the New York Rangers. Right. Stop. I, I don't care if he feels forced out. Boo effing who. He had all the control. And he kind of sort of screwed the Blackhawks by being wishy-washy and waiting to the very end. Yes. Could have got more for him. They could have got what the Blues got for Tarasenko if he would have just said three weeks earlier, yeah, I want to go to the Rangers. When he knew all along he wanted to go to the Rangers. That's what he wanted to do. Right. Yeah. So he played games, cost the Blackhawks a little more in the value, but they probably got fair market value for what he actually produced. Mm -hmm. So he, he wasn't forced out. He was asked, do you want to get traded? You have total control. He finally said, yes, I want to get traded. Having a business move in a different direction is not forcing someone out. It's yes. moving in a different direction. They honored their contract. They honored the, you know, everything. He's going to be a Blackhawk for life. He's going to be honored. He's going to have his jersey retired. He's going to go in the Hall of Fame as a Blackhawk. If he wants to have a front office job at some point with the Blackhawks, I'm sure that could be arranged. Sure, whatever. It's his franchise. But yeah. he's not being forced out. It's time to move on. And maybe some people, maybe Patrick Kane doesn't completely understand it. I think he does. Yes, he I does. don't think he, he feels does. forced out. He's probably bummed that it's over. Well, and But it's over. It happens to every great athlete. And and listen to what he says. Like, they're rebuilding now. He wants no part of that. No, he, he wants he, no part of being around. He didn't want part of it last year. No, he wants no him and Jonathan Taze and, and, and those, those guys that have had that success, that level of 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 Stanley Cup success, they don't want to stick around and, and have their twilight years playing on teams that are going to be lesser than that expectation. This whole narrative of him being pushed out, by the way, is completely created. He has never said anything like that. He's never alluded to anything like that. They released a video. He's never had that attitude. Of it's course. On their YouTube, they put out a video documenting that day, the trade. Patrick Kane says to Kyle Davidson on the phone, thank you for handling this whole thing with such class and treating me with such respect. Yeah. The whole forced out thing was generated by pissed off fans who don't want to see their favorite boy go. Sure. Here's a quote from Kyle Davidson on April 13th. I don't know if resting on sentimentality or the past does us any good in the future. That is exactly right. Yeah. Thank you for the memories, but guess what? They're memories. Yeah. They're memories at this point. The Hawks have not been a good competitive team in nearly a decade. Yep. They won a cup eight years ago. After that, not much. The last, was the, there was their last playoff series. Yes. Yeah, eight, eight years, years ago. ago. Yes, eight years ago since they so won they a playoff have, series. They have no, six, six years ago since their last playoff series. I don't count that Edmonton one. No, no, no. no that was 2017 was six years yeah. ago. Yeah, I'm saying 2015 was their last playoff series, series win. win. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right, right, right. A real one. Yes. So it's just, you know... What to, here, for the people that, and there are a few people in our chat who feel that way, and that's fine. I just want to know what does bringing back 
Patrick Kane accomplished for the Blackhawks. And if your response is, well, it doesn't hurt anything, that's not a good enough reason to do it. Right. It's it's just not. Kyle Davidson laid it out. He wants to clear the decks for let to let new leadership emerge. By the way, save for a 10-day span last year, Patrick Kane kind of sucked. He kind of sucked last year. He didn't provide much of anything aside from those last two weeks Until before he the to trade. Drive up his trade value right, right. before the deadline. And, right. And and he talked about it also in his in his media availability today in New York regarding his his injury. Like he has to go and and figure out if he's going to have surgery this offseason. I'm going to say I bet he does. He better. And and he probably needs to because this whole waiting out waiting it out process of of oh, you know, it's aggravating, but I play through it. He had that this season, and he looked, like you said, he looked like not the version of Patrick Kane Even we've ever playoffs. seen before. In the playoffs, he was points, he was he, hindered. He looked slow. Yeah. And not the, uh-oh, better get back on defense slow that we're used to Patrick Kane. It was Even that when plus, he had the puck, yeah. he was getting caught from behind on a regular basis, which never would have happened he three, four years he ago. He wasn't healthy. New, new, no. he, was, he was purchased at basically a damaged goods discount for from New York. And yeah, I mean he's he's got to figure out what he's going to do with, with his with himself physically before going into free agency. And you know, I whatever team ends up signing him, like you're, you're probably either going to have a uh, a delayed arrival of him based on you know what he might have to do this offseason, or I whatever fan base uh, is is going to bring in Patrick Kane. I I say temper your expectations. expectations. I don't think he's going to ever be. The version he was at uh, at his peak in Chicago. No, that those days are over. The Hart Trophy winning days appear to be over. I never say never with a guy like Patrick Kane. Maybe he gets the surgery and he, he can come and give you an 80, 85 point sure. season in the right yeah. situation. But don't expect that. Like don't, you can't pencil him in for those eighty points anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying it's impossible, but and it, the, the market we can get into that is it's kind of weird this summer. Like, not a ton of teams have room, at least teams that are going for a Stanley Cup. Right. Um, and, te- and teams looking for a free agent that's going to come in and be, like, a big addition. Like, there's not really those guys. No, there's not a lot out there. So it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, the Rangers, I wouldn't necessarily rule them out, but they got salary cap issues. and I don't know if they want to be, like, I mean, first of all, we don't know who their GM or coach is going to be. They may start cleaning house here in the next day or two. Who's that, Rangers? The Rangers. Like, I, uh, they may say, hey, we tried to win with Patrick Kane. It didn't work. Thanks for the six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, you know, everybody's going to say Buffalo, 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 because I, the, the worst, most overused, tired narrative in hockey is everybody has to go play for their hometown team. Patrick Kane makes Buffalo slower. I never yeah. thought I'd say that, but he makes them a slower team. If he's if if he's not healthier, yes, he's he's gonna he's gonna drag that team down eventually. I sort of like what what is he thirty four thirty five right thirty five like what thirty five year old athlete that gets hip surgery comes back like new and improved be thirty five next season right like it's early but but yeah a, a guy at at that point of his career that's played that many NHL games. Um, regular season, playoff, international games, like at that, he's he's older than than thirty four, almost thirty five. You know his his body is going to feel older than that. And yeah, maybe he has a couple more years left in him. But 
having a having a, a major surgery like that, it's it's you don't see too many guys at that point of their career bounce back. Um, I mean, and and he and he plays a game that is kind of predicated on being able to be shifty and not take hits and and get around guys and have. I mean, his hands are still some of the best in the league, but if your feet aren't with you. Like, your, your hands can only take you so far. That was how he was able to basically stay healthy his entire career, mm-hmm. minus one uh, broken clavicle, which actually yeah. did, a, him did out. the Blackhawks a <laughs> favor. Yeah. Uh, but he was able to avoid injury because you could never hit him because you could never catch him. But now you can hit him all night long because he's catchable. Yeah, yeah, he's catchable now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as where he'd go, um, the team that keeps jumping into my head is Carolina. They're gonna have some. Uh, a lot cap, of cap they're gonna space. have some cap space. Mm-hmm. They like to go for those veteran guys. Do they want to bring back Pacioretty, who's coming off two consecutive Achilles, Achilles tears? Yeah, I mean, who knows what you're gonna get there? Maybe you get him a, a below, you know, market value deal. Um, you know, they're they got some. They got money coming off the books. You know, does Rob Brendamore want to put up with the Patrick Kane defense? Defense, people say, oh, well, Coach Q did it for all those years. I go, well, that's when Patrick King was in his prime. You lived with it. Right. Uh, and you also, you and also had, 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 had... And he had the puck 90% of the time. Yeah, and you also had plenty of people on your team to make up for yeah. that defense. Um, yeah. Carolina, uh, maybe. Um, you know, people will probably say Colorado, but, a, you a, know... A team with, uh, with speed to spare that could have Patrick Kane, the team that just eliminated him. Devils. Devils. Yeah. I said that would be a great fit for him at the trade deadline. Yeah. I thought the Devils would have been a better fit for Patrick Kane this year than the Rangers. Yeah. But he didn't want to go there. Been. Right across the river, dude, and you'd still be playing. But well, that's New, it. New Jersey's a little bit different than uh, Manhattan. But, you know, they he could live in Manhattan and still commute to the game. He could, technically, you know? yeah. Um, a lot of people do. But another team that likes to make those flashy moves, I just don't know if they have the, the space to do it. Uh, it would be a good fit, and he can get his... Name in literally neon lights is Las Vegas, the Knights, Golden Knights of Vegas. That could be a decent fit. They like Vegas hates not being talked about, and they love yeah, to make the splashy true. moves. <laughs> yes, and the only real big splashy move that's ahead this summer via some trade that comes out of nowhere is signing Patrick Kane. That is a Vegas type move. And it also, is. of course, you know Vegas loves the uh, old time acts to you know. Yeah. <laughs> the Wayne Newton, Patrick Kane, yeah, yeah, sure. exactly. yeah. a dual bill. Get sure. Sure. He, could, he could do what all what all stars at the end of their career do and have a Vegas residency. There you go. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be I, wonderful. Well, you got to remember the the Patrick Kane senior factor too, where he doesn't fly, he drives in for all of Patrick Kane's games from Buffalo to Chicago. Is he going to want to move out west to go to Vegas? Because that guy's ever present. Probably not. He's, you know, well, I mean, that's if, why if, I if feel you, like if you're 35 and you're still using your dad, is where do you decide to play? Yeah, does, does his dad drive him to the games? Because that would be a problem. <laughs> He's got orange slices in the car for that, afterwards. But that's one of the reasons why I feel like even though the team fit doesn't feel like Buffalo would be great, it still feels like Buffalo actually, for all the that we kind of joke about, it actually kind of seems like it might happen. Because that's a team on 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 the rise. Makes sense for where they takes are. Takes his family back to his hometown. Like, yeah, it, it actually kind of makes sense. But, but does Buffalo want to do it? I don't think they wouldn't. I but mean, I I don't know. It all depends it's, on it's, the price. Yeah, I think that's that's what it comes down to. Well, that, would be a lot, that would be a legit hometown discount. It well, would be. And part of the problem too is if he's going to limit his destinations and say I'm only going to play, you know, East Coast to Midwest, whatever. 
uh, so my dad can come. Okay, well, then you're limiting, just like he limited the Blackhawks trade partners, he's limiting himself bidding wars. And he's going to have to say, right, like, yeah, all right, yeah. well, you want to play for the Sabres or the Devils? Like, here's what we can afford. Yep. Mm-hmm. Either do it or don't. Hmm. I don't know. You know, it's yeah. But he shouldn't be interested in in being one of the highest paid players in the league at this point. No, I, he's made enough. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. and he's not at that level. No, I don't think he's driven by the price of his next contract. It's more of he wants to play for destination a, and the, the competitiveness. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Buffalo does make sense. I don't know if I'm the Sabers if I'm jumping on that at this point, but maybe maybe that's the piece of the puzzle that gets them over. You know, it's going to be great PR and marketing for him. Sell a. Sure bunch of tickets though buffalo never really needs a lot of help no tickets. That's, that's a, a rabid great, that's a great hockey it's a rabid right? fan base that, yeah and listen i, I kind of hope if it's going to come down to that and he's the guy that puts buffalo back in the playoffs and i'm all for it i've always liked the sabers they're they're the fan base deserves a winner they've been they've been suffering forever for a long time yeah. you know and you know as somebody who cheered for for them in the stanley cup final against the stars almost 30 years ago good lord uh it <laughs> You know, I'd, I'd like to see it, and and it would be a good story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's only going to keep that awful narrative alive even more that every hockey player wants to play in their hometown. But I only want it if Ryan Miller comes out of retirement. That's right, and signs sure. With the Blackhawks, so we could finally there make Ryan Miller for Patrick Kane. He can a be reality. a he can be a goaltending coach. Um, earlier in the chat, Ken had some comments on the force out thing that I, I just want to. Here's the thing: however you feel, if you want to just. The word force out is kind of just semantics anyway. Um, first, he said Taze said he was surprised when Davidson told him they were moving on. Ken said he found it interesting because Kyle Davidson said it was discussed for weeks, which is it. And what was Kane told by Kyle Davidson, or did he get the same message Taves got? If so, then I think they were pushed out. Fine. If they were put, if you want to define it as pushed out, cool. It's semantics at this Listen, point because the hockey move to make is to move on from both those guys. Like if they could the figure Hawks out this now. was coming, if they need Kyle Davidson to tell them every move at every moment, that's on yeah. them. Don't tell that's on and them. Jonathan Taves, don't tell me you're surprised that they chose to move on no. when the top story all year was your future and Patrick Kane's future. They were asked about it every They, they were week. starting to be asked about it last season before the season yes. was even over. Pay Come attention. On. I think it's, it's, it's two guys that envisioned their entire careers being in Chicago. And I think the, the I'm surprised that you're moving on from me. I think that's more of an emotional reaction. I don't think it's, this is, this is preposterous. How would you move on from me? Like, I think it's more of like, I don't know why Jonathan Taze became British, but <laughs> I, I think it's more of a, I'm surprised that this is how it's ending because those guys, those guys expected to be, Chicago Blackhawks for life. Yeah. And technically, if you want to, you know, cut hairs, they probably, they, they are Jonathan Taze may, maybe. Um, so I think it's more of an emotional thing rather than I was never expecting to, to be told that you're not going to give me a contract. How dare you Kyle day? I think it's more of a like, wow, like I'm surprised that this is the end. I don't think it's, Right. I don't think it's like, hey, you betrayed me, Kyle Davidson, as, as people want to try and paint. And well, there's got to be a villain but, all the but, time. But again, they shouldn't have even been that surprised. They should have known it was coming. They should have prepared themselves for it. Yeah. It's not the no, ending you wanted. No, I which know. Which is great. But like to be acting like you're caught off guard, it just doesn't make sense to me. You should have known this was coming from, I don't know, uh, when you were clearing out your lockers last season. Yeah. I No, I, I, I agree. I think, I think, I think 
their their idea is probably and I don't want to assume too much, but I thought I would think that their thought process would be maybe there's a chance that something will come along that changes my mind and changes the organization's mind because you still hold out hope. If you if you if you live somewhere and work somewhere for 15 years and you have great memories there, like you kind of envision like, hey, maybe I'll just be here for the rest of my career. Like and, and that'll be totally fine. I love Chicago. I love the organization. Why change anything? I think if there's if there's that thought process and then it kind of tumbles down, there's probably still a piece of you that's like, maybe there's something that will change in me, change in them, and and this will all work out in the end. But when that finality comes and it's just like, all right, you know what? They're moving on. I need to move on. This is how it ends. It kind of sucks, but you know what? I've finally I've finally come to that uh, acceptance. It's it's hard. So I think twisting all the words and trying to paint your own narrative can can get it into the like they were forced out and everything but i think it's more of the the final chapters of their blackhawks careers were not what they envisioned them to be no that's fair and yeah you're probably 100 percent right but very few players ever get to have that oh yeah fairy tale yeah. end of a career oh, yeah. i mean P- patrice bergeron thought he was getting that in boston and well, for he is uh, i mean he well he thought he was gonna is. ride out yeah. on the sunset you know as a stanley cup champion and wow. that didn't turn out that way but president's trophy like, champion i don't think kyle well hey in, again in nashville you get banners for that sure yeah um i don't think kyle davison needed to tell them every step along the way he everybody knew this was a rebuilding team he said that a million times you guys are at the end of your contracts you're in your mid-30s you're on the downsides your career he doesn't need to tell you hey i think we're going to move on you should figure that out by the way he doesn't he said from day one he's not going to approach either of them about a trade Unless they say, I'm ready to be traded. That's why for Patrick Kane, it was Rangers or bust. Yeah. Because he let Patrick Kane dictate. Patrick Kane could have said, nope, I'm not going to get traded. I'm going to finish the year here. And Kyle would have said, cool, all right, let's go. Right. Finish the year here. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. Our, our, our friend Beck says, not going to lie, I think it's outrageous that they didn't get to live out their entire hockey careers as Blackhawks. Sure, it's emotion on my end, too. But it still seems crazy to me. I don't want to like, be the Pittsburgh They deserve Penguins. it. But, uh, sure, but like they're still going to get everything coming to them from the organization when their careers are over. I just don't like the philosophy of re-signing and re-signing and re-signing guys for past performance. The me- Your memories of Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane are not going to go away. They're going to remain. You can go back and watch all those Stanley Cup Blu-rays and DVDs you want. You can read all the books. I wrote one. Check it out. You know, like you can listen to our memory shows, our throwback shows. Like those things aren't going away. Mm-hmm. But what does it accomplish aside from making the fans feel warm and fuzzy? What does bringing either of those guys back accomplish for the long-term prosperity of the Blackhawks? Remember, the point of playing hockey is to win the Stanley Cup. That's what it's for. That's why all 32 teams play, right? Some years you pass because you know you don't have a shot and you try to do what's going to help you win the Stanley Cup in the future. Bringing those guys back does not help you win a Stanley Cup in the future in any way, shape, or form. Maybe it doesn't hurt, but it doesn't help. And all it does is it takes up 
space for players, roster spots for players that maybe have earned a promotion. You can't say to Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taves, sorry, you know, Frank Nazar in two years looks really good in Rockford, but we just don't have a spot in the top six. Ask Lucas Reichel, Mm -hmm. who played great and got sent to Rockford because there was no spot in the top six for him because Patrick Kane was there playing at 70% effort. That doesn't help you. It doesn't help develop the team. I'm sorry. Like, I know it's hard. I know it's emotional. We got the two guys on our table right now. They're going to have statues outside the United Center. They're going to have banners that hang forever. Hopefully, they already have three banners that hang forever. Sound right? Yeah. I, I think that the Hawks have done everything yep. that they can do for Patrick Hayne and you Jonathan Taves. Keep offering your f- your fans' favorite players contracts when they're past their prime, and you're yeah. trying to get better. That's how you, you become the Pittsburgh Penguins. Right. Th- and that's what the last guy kept doing. Yes. And we're trying to move on. It sucks, but it is what it is. If they both would have played this year and, and both retired, you're in the same spot. But you don't have someone <laughs> right. to blame. You don't have someone to blame. I get your need. You need to blame somebody for things being different. So fine. Blame Kyle Davidson if you have to. But this was the right move for the direction this franchise is heading. And as you said, Jay, it's not taking away any of their accomplishments. There are moments in time that we have shared together. And now we can start building towards those moments happening again with a new bunch that we could share forever. And then in maybe in 12 years, 15 years, we're having the same conversation about, God, they're forcing Connor Bedard out after all those. Please, please. You know, it it is like it. it, Yeah. I mean, sure. Do do guys that have that much importance to your franchise, you know, they're going to get all the accolades. They're going to get everything they deserve. You don't have to offer them a contract every year. Mm-hmm. Things change. People move on. Well, the, Wayne a, Gretzky was traded multiple times. Yeah. Well, and so was Mark Messier. <laughs> and too, like with the seasons that they have left in them, are any of them going to be Stanley Cup competitive if they were to stay here in Chicago? No. I I don't think so. And by the by the sounds of it, Patrick Kane. Doesn't want to be back here. So no. he, he even says that's, it. Well, yes, that's the whole point that we're here. Right. He said it. <laughs> that's that's, that's so how we started this. Why yeah. are you going to offer a guy a contract that doesn't want to be here? Right, exactly. But He doesn't want to be here. I'm just saying, in the hypothetical, yeah. if if Kane has three years left, Jonathan Taze, if you want to play one more year, are the Blackhawks Stanley Cup contenders in three or less seasons? No. No. So you, if you, even if you have them back, they're just playing the final years of their career in less than competitive hockey so everyone's just going to be frustrated because it's like, ah, I wish they could have ended their tenure as you know real on real good teams and winning a lot of games. Well, that's not that's that's not what's going to happen here. So if you want to be frustrated watching their final years being wasted, why have them back anyways? Let them waste it in Winnipeg or Buffalo or wherever the hell. I'm still waiting two options. for yes. a valid reason to bring them back. I'm still waiting for anyone in the chat to say here is a hockey reason to bring Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane back to their team. That, yeah, there's I, you you you've seen it. You've seen what both guys provide on the ice recently. Yeah, Patrick, you know Jonathan Taves has been through hell. Yeah. Like all respect to him for battling through and coming back and and trying to and getting the last few games of the season. Mm-hmm. Like ultimate respect for him for everything he's ever done here. But like they're just not game changers anymore. I just find a new hawk to love. There's going to be plenty, There's gonna be be plenty, plenty of them. Yeah. There's going to be plenty coming up over the next three or four years. We're going to draft a whole bunch more of them here mm-hmm. in a few days. Uh, Not a lot of Chelios weeks. and Ronick jerseys around during the dynasty. We're there. 
people found new players to love. Yep. Yep. 27s and, well, 27 was right. I don't know. I still got my Denny Savard jersey. That's yeah. Just me you, and you can get a Denny Savard jersey now, a nice uh, Adidas one. They have those on sale now if you wanted to get an yeah, updated one that he never wore, but get that. <laughs> oh, I got the CCM. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, there's thing. there's going to be plenty of guys that are going to be the, the next uh, toasts of the hockey world in Chicago. Yep. Um, you know, in five years, soon. we're going to see Korchinski jerseys all over the United Center, Reichel jerseys all over the United Center, Nazar jerseys all over the United Center. You know, maybe some Del Mastros. Maybe maybe a Bedard, maybe a Fantilli. Maybe Bedards, Fantillis. You know, you're gonna see a whole bunch Mezzos. of stuff. You know, you're gonna see you, you're gonna see maybe an Austin Matthews jersey or two. Yeeks. Austin Matthews. <laughs> That'd be nice. They'll be play. It, so I, we it, know there's gonna be at least one Savoie jersey in yes, Chicago. But you can't wear it in the press box, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. It's okay. All right. Um, hey, the future's bright, Greg. Yes, it is bright. And it's actually bright outside. I actually it needed is. my Shady Rays to drive into the office today because they make on they make gear built to last and to take on the sun. Shady Rays have you has you covered for the warm weather ahead, which is actually coming with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good, I say, better than Every expensive pair I've ever worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for those outdoors adventures like driving up the Edens, waiting to get into some construction. That's not all. <laughs> Shady Rays offers you the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you break your pair, even on the very first day, they told us they will send you a brand new pair with zero, that's no questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they will have your back long after your purchase. And speaking of having people's backs, together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States through the Shady Rays Impact Program. They're doing everything from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with the MS, uh, the with MS, with the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others just like it now and for years to come. So you're going to look great and feel great every time you put your Shady Rays on. If you don't love your Shady Rays. I, you will. Don't worry. But you, if, in case you're one of those weirdos that don't, you can exchange them for a new pair or exchange them for free within 30 days. There's absolutely no risk when you shop. And an exclusive deal just for you lovely, beautiful CHGO Blackhawks listeners. Shady Rays is giving you the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the promo code CHGO, and you'll get 50% off any order of two or more pairs of sunglasses. The more you buy, the more you save. Try for yourself those sunglasses rated five stars. Not four, but five stars by 250,000 people. That's a lot of people. And if uh, with the summer months approaching soon, if you want to look swaggy, if you want to have that drip, as the kids say, you got to get fitted out in some of the best sports gear around from our friends at FOCO. They've got hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. But with baseball season here, get yourself an Aloha shirt, a straw hat, some polos, some bags, everything you need for a day at the ballpark. Foco has donated some items to our backdrop here. We've got a Hayden Wisniewski uh, Immaculate Inning bobblehead. Yes, Foco gets that specific with their bobbleheads. So go check them out. Foco.com. That's F-O-C-O.com. Check them out or click the link in our description below 
for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. They've got great Chicago sports merch. It's not just clothing. It's collectibles. It's everything. You get your your man or your woman cave, whatever, decked out she in said. some sweet sports gear she from Foco. Woman cave sounds a little weird. <laughs> it does a little bit. You're right. Foco.com. Use that promo code CHGO for 10% off all non-pre-sale items. Now, unlike the Blackhawks and the Penguins and the Bruins, there are some teams still in the playoffs. The playoffs continue. And uh, boy, last night was fun as Hell yes, it was. It was, it was awesome. I know the uh, fun as the Kraken Dallas game was the second game, but that game was awesome the whole time. Mm-hmm. Sixty plus minutes of great and fun hockey. And how about Joe Pavelski? Uh, you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> oh my god, coming what a, back! What a way to come back huh? with four goals for Joe Pavelski. I believe, according to uh, uh, Bull Durham, that's announcing your presence with authority. That, there yeah, you go. Absolutely, that was awesome. I, uh, if, the, if the whole series is that way, sign me up. What's really funny is I tweeted out early in the game, looking up Jake Ottinger, Con Smythe odds on DraftKings, mm-hmm. and I made a typo, and I deleted. I copied and pasted it, deleted it. And then as I went to repost it, he gave up a goal. And I'm like, maybe I won't send <laughs> this. Wait. And then he gave up another goal. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to send yeah. this. Then it was 4-2. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm going to hold off. But he played great the rest of the game. Yes. Uh, and, I mean, the Kraken ended up winning. But, the, damn, that game was fun as hell. three of us sat here and heaped praise upon young mm-hmm. Mr. Ottinger yesterday. Yeah. And then he gives up four goals That's in okay. the first period. Hey, who should the, we praise next to the, jinx them? The, 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 jinx them. Uh, Austin Matt, no. Uh, <laughs> you knew that yeah. was coming. Uh, the Kraken got four past Andre in the first period. You got to win that game. Yeah, but yeah, it, the it, Stars it, get four goals from Joe Pavelski. You got to win that game. <laughs> yeah. And he, he almost. Somebody else do something. He almost had the chance for five in overtime, too. And, and I mean, that's just. That's just a, a, a crazy performance. Um, the oldest player in NHL history in a regular season or a postseason game to score four goals. He you do it in a playoff game. You do it in your first game back after being out two weeks with uh, concussion. Like that's quite the quite the story in a in a loss. Yes, uh, six shots on goal for him too, he, and two more and three more shot attempts. He should have yeah. shot a couple more times. They would have won. Um, yeah, he beat the uh, for the for a playoff game oldest guy for four goals, beating the record that was set by uh, Maurice Richard. Perhaps you've heard of him. I have um, by over three years. <laughs> Maurice Richard was thirty five when he scored four games. Granted, it was in a Stanley Cup final game, but but Joe Pavelski thirty eight uh, to score four goals in any game at any age yeah. is impressive. But to do it at thirty eight in a Stanley Cup playoff game, that's crazy. That's a tough one for for the Stars to lose uh, at home. But but, but they did the Ottinger's same thing. Not give, yeah, they, they they did the same thing against the Wild. Yeah, Ottinger is not giving up five, another five spot in this series. If he does, I'll knock on some wood there. Uh, if you can give me some on this set. I'll, I don't know. <laughs> uh, compressed wood. I don't. I don't see Ottinger giving up another five spot anytime soon. No, I don't think so, so. The Kraken fired the first shot. Let's see how the Stars respond in game two. After that first period, the Stars were the better team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And outside of they like were. three minutes of that first period, they were pretty darn good too. Yeah. So I mean, credit to the Kraken for for taking advantage of. But of that's that how hot the Kraken start. beat the Avalanche for about eight minutes every night. They mm-hmm. were the best team, and then they just weathered the storm the rest of the night. Yeah. I mean, and they they have depth scoring, and that can get you pretty far in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of that series plays out. Uh, should also note last night three assists for Max Domi. Yep. Third yeah. start of the game. Way to go. Yeah. Yep. And he didn't. And there's your Blackhawks. <laughs> Playoff tie-in. Tie <laughs> uh, here's another one, by the way. There, uh, John Buchigross tweeted this last night. Uh, Pavelski is the third player in NHL history to score all four of his team goals in a loss. <laughs> the other two, Ray Ferraro and Dennis Savard. Ah, there you go. There's your Hawks note. Chicken parm. Chicken parm. The, uh, the other crazy stat from last night, I think Elliot Friedman tweeted this out, that Pavelski in 2019 uh, – was injured in a game, missed missed 15 days, came back and had a multi-point game. And then this year, was injured in a game, missed 15 days, and had a multi-point game in his in his uh, return. So that's just it's crazy. The, uni- the universe being weird. He, he's I, I think this series is going to be this way. Yeah. Like back and forth. It's going to be tight. You know, as high scoring as it can be with a good goalie like Ottinger – uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, I think I think game two we see a one nothing two one, more of a grindy, less wide open <laughs> kind of game. Everyone slow down. Everyone <laughs> calm the hell it's down. A long series. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, and then the uh, the other the early game that was uh, that was fun. I decided I was looking through my closet of shirts this morning, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to wear something that you you would see. You know, maybe outside in Sunrise, Florida. You know, where, where it's kind Panthers of play. it's kind of both teams that that won. It's kind of Florida, Florida-ish, and it's Which the Seattle color scheme color. of yeah, uh, Seattle. There you go. See, I, I got it. I'm rocking it today. There you go. Um, but yeah, man, the Panthers. Watch the f out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not putting them past this round, but it, you know, it seemed that like it was mission accomplished for the Maple Leafs because they got out of the first round. Yeah, and we're just gonna. Breeze to the Stanley Cup final now because we got out of the first round. This is our year, and the Florida Panthers are like, "No, did you see what we just did?" Yeah, no. And the, they are just relentless. Yeah, the four check is just kill. Like they're you they, mentioned it yesterday. The four check is un, is unrelenting. They can take advantage of the simplest mistakes. Yeah. If you're out of position, they use it on a couple of goals. You saw. Uh, Matthew Matthew Nyes, who, who had had his first career playoff NHL goal. It was a nice goal game. too. Pretty, yeah, pretty nice play. one too. But he fails to drift up a little late on Brandon Montour, who all of a sudden is yeah. Bobby Orr. Freaking this play and he scores. What a and, year he's had. And like, how many of those other goals happen because the forecheck? Sam Bennett comes in and takes two guys and beats them both to the puck, and then yeah. somebody's wide open. And Carter Verhage continues to be just a beast. This team is firing in all cylinders. They are as confident as they've ever been. I, you know, they they won three out of the four games played in Boston, including facing elimination mm-hmm. twice. Do you think for a second they were going to be intimidating playing Toronto, who just completely shuts down as soon as soon as they fall, as soon as they go down in a game that that building is so quiet you could hear a mouse fart. <laughs> they like lose all energy because they go, oh no, here we go again. Yeah, we're dead. Yeah. It's over. And the, the, they got those two goals quickly back from uh, it was it was nine, knees nice and, and uh, uh, bunting, bunting, and yeah. that 
Toronto needs those guys to score, but they also need their stars. They need their stars to show up. And they didn't really show up a whole lot last night because they were too busy getting four-checked the hell right yeah. out of the building. Not saying Toronto's losing this series. You know, I am the only one on this panel pick that them picked them to do that. in seven. <laughs> I picked them in seven, which means they're going to have to lose three games. So Toronto is far from over. They lost the first game in the Tampa series, too, mm-hmm. in, in a way different fashion. But this... Florida team, and if Sergey Bobrovsky keeps playing like he's yeah. playing, this is a team that's got a it's a, sta- a legit Stanley Cup contender sure. right now. Yeah. And I'm going to eat some crow here. I'm going to admit I was wrong, and I'm going to offer an apology Uh-oh. <laughs> to Mr. Paul Maurice, mm. who I slammed numerous times during the season, especially when the Panthers were out of a playoff spot. Yeah. Why do you want this retread? He's a bum. My apologies. He is doing one hell of a job, and he's got this team with elite players playing their best hockey of the season when you want them to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, all the things being said are correct. I I look at that game, though, if I'm a, if I'm a Leafs fan, and I'm not, I'm not overly panicked. Of course, you don't want to lose game one, but the Leafs had some good looks. They had some good chances. Bobrovsky was great. They got a chance earlier where Austin Matthews just missed hitting the top corner. Austin Matthews had nine shot attempts in the game, so he's out there contributing. I know William Nylander didn't get on the score sheet, but he had seven shots on goal. Tavares had five shots on goal. Like, their star players showed up. They just didn't get the results. Yeah. So nothing I saw last night tells me, oh, God, the Leafs are in trouble. I think that the Panthers are not going to be a pushover, which I don't think any of us thought they were going to be. No. But – I, I there's for me if I'm a Leafs fan I'm not panicking. It's look if they play that way throughout the the seven game series they're gonna have a solid chance to win the series. I, I you lose games. You know, the Hawks didn't sweep their way through the dynasty. Right. Right. There, there's Nashville game five is legendary for a reason because they played like ass the vast majority <laughs> of that game. Lost the game. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. So like. I, I think there's no panic in the Leafs. Well, maybe there is, but there shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is going to be another like super tight series. I'm I like the the matchup is interesting because mm-hmm. can the Panthers keep up that forecheck? Will the Leafs' speed and skill exhaust them at some point? Will the Leafs' depth exhaust them at some point? But I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm selling the Panthers short because yeah, they had a kind of crap ass start to the year this year, but. President's Trophy winners last year, and, and they've been they've been playing, having to play this this way, this style for a few months just to get into the postseason. Yeah. So yeah. they've they've been in this mode for a while. So carrying that into the playoffs, I think, gives them that as probably part of the reason they got past Boston is because they've had to be in this mode for so long. They weren't changing much of what they were doing, and Boston had to try and flip the switch, and it just they didn't weren't able to do it. Uh, in a manner to get to get past the the Panthers, awesome. so now they're now they're in this in this series, and I think it's you know you you, you jump on the the quote unquote favorite right away. That gives you a little bit of confidence. That gives you a little bit more of like, yeah, we just took down Boston. <laughs> now Toronto's probably the next favorite team, quote unquote favorite team in the East. You got game one on them, like that's that's big. That that's a big opportunity that they took that they took to get a uh, game one on the road. Like now pressure shifts to, to Toronto even more than it probably already was. Yeah. And Boston's biggest mistake in, in that series was they thought the series was over after game four. Right. When they won those two games in Florida and they were coming back home, they, they were like, it's over, it's done. And they got a rude awakening. Um, yeah. It's going to be fun. 
interesting to see how the Panthers or how the Maple Leafs respond in, in game two. I don't see them reinventing the wheel. They're going to go out and try and do the same thing. You mentioned the Maple Leafs speed and skill, you know, was that eventually wear down the Maple Leafs. They got to get out of their own zone in order to do that. And then, and the Panthers are, are more than capable and more than happy to keep them hemmed down in their mm-hmm. own end and, and yeah. just keep forechecking them all night long. Uh, should be fun. As I said, if, if Sergei Provovsky, two-time if former he, Vesna winner, yeah, if he keeps this keeps up. playing this way, it's gonna be tough for any team mm-hmm. to take four games from the Panthers from here on out. I love it. Give me, give me, great, give me, cra- yeah, seriously, give, give me Kraken and Panthers in the a, a, Flor- a Florida Seattle final. I mean, no, I mean that rack, rack, travel. Yeah, rack up those freaking flyer miles. and TV. Yeah, but that'd be two teams <laughs> that are just gonna just go at it for sixty minutes straight, and and. You know, goals can literally come from anywhere. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. Um, but then, uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be good. Let's see what happens. Um, do we do we want to do the 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 debate, or we want to save that? Uh, I think we got time to do it. But first, we got to see. Uh, I can talk to you guys about golfy kind of some day. golf apparel. Yeah. yeah, this this would be a, a great day to get out there. I, I'm I'm sure courses are open by now. And when you get on the course, you want to look your best, so you can play your best, or at least look good while duffing it into the bunker. Me. Our friends at Pins and Aces can make you look great out there on the golf course. They are the official golf apparel partner of us here at CHGO and of the All City Network. We love our gear. I wear the, uh, I got the the lightweight hoodie. Perfect day for that, but it is in the wash. So maybe tomorrow I'll wear it. Uh, they're a family-owned golf and apparel business, so you got to love that. And you got to love their amazing polos, hats, golf bags, the beer sleeve, which can also be used science tested and science confirmed beef sleeve. Uh, That can go into your golf bag and keep those beers, sodas, sparkling waters, juice cold for the entire round. Or if you hit up Portillo's or Al's beef before you hit the course, keep your beef warm for probably the front nine. Warmish. And then when you, when you hit that turn, (laughs) take out the beef sleeve and uh, you got yourself a nice warmish beef uh, to get you through the next next nine holes. <laughs> that was holes. so delicious last week. That was, like that was great. I'm so happy week. that that worked. I'm glad no one died from uh, salmonella <laughs> yeah. or anything. It was like two and a half hours but before you, you but ate But if them. you got your beef sleeve on the course in August, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, well, that'll yeah. definitely keep it Might be warm. overdone. You don't even need the beef sleeve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find all that stuff uh, at pinsandaces.com. Uh, Cinco de Mayo coming up in a couple of days. They released their Cinco de Mayo collection. Some very festive gear out there nice. from Pins and Aces. So... You're hitting the course this weekend. Uh, be sure to do it in some of festive gear. Check out pinsandaces.com. When you do, use the promo code CHGO. And when you do that, you're going to get 15% off of your first order and you're going to get free shipping. Again, that's the promo code CHGO at pinsandaces.com. Something else you should check out if you're into streaming mm-hmm. television and you want to cut the cord is Fubo TV. Go to Fubo TV dot com slash chgo you'll get 140 plus live channels of sports shows movies and news you can stream live tv from any device we were watching playoff hockey and the cubs at the press box at the ice hogs game the other day yeah you can watch the most chicago sports for the, the lowest game, price you know yeah we we're watching a game too. Side. watch a little bit of everything uh, and you can start watching immediately with a seven day free trial fubo tv.com slash chgo there's no contract no cable no hassle just sign up and start watching 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. And you can watch your local teams while traveling. And if you're a Cub fan, 
and you want to cut that cord, Fubo is your only option right now for Marquee Sports Network. So you can watch every Cubs game on Fubo TV with Marquee Sports Network. Of course, you get all the Hawks and Sox and Bulls on NBC Sports Chicago. Use the link in our description to save up to 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. FuboTV.com slash CHGO. Last night during the game, I got a tweet from Nathan. And he said, since we are watching Matthews versus Kachuk in this series, if you could put one of them on the Hawks for the next seven years, which guy are you taking? And that one, as the kids say, sent me. Because <laughs> there's no wrong answer. It's a dab question. Right? Like, I, I, I love Matthew Kachuk. I've acknowledged he's my favorite player in the league. Uh, Austin Matthews is probably a higher-end scorer. Mm-hmm. I think Matthew Kachuk does a little more all around than Austin Matthews does. But, man, my answer, and I didn't, I don't know if I've even made up my mind yet, to be honest with you, but I like Kachuk better now. I think that Matthews will have a better, longer career based on yeah. their play styles. I don't know how how much longer, not, not that it's ending soon, but I think Austin Matthews' career uh, play style lends itself to a bit longer of a career. Yeah, the guys, the guys that really dive into the corners and get real physical don't usually play... 15, 16, 17, 18 years. Right. Um, but the specific question was next seven. Next seven years. So basically, yeah, next seven years. Man, uh, I, I I said Matthews uh, last night in our chat pretty confidently. I, I But you're right. There is no wrong answer. No. Either of these guys is, is in the top 10 of the league right now, um, without a doubt. And... I think what makes me feel like Matthew Kachuk is is a really good fit on any team is his ability to play any any kind of style. He can play physical. He can play, uh, you know, as as a guy that gets under the gets under the opponent's skin, changes the way they play with with that factor, but also can score forty goals. Like that's that's a really special uh, skill to have to be able to do that. Um, but I, I, I think I'm still going to go Matthews. I'm, I'm like 55-45 on it uh, just because I think his scoring ability is almost unmatched in, in, in the league. And, and I think the ability to score in multiple different ways is really impressive. He's, you, you have him down the middle. He's a big body. Like he, he's, he's versatile offensively. Uh, he's, he's immediately the face of your team. Like I, I think I'm... I'm confident. I think I'm confident in saying Austin Matthews over the next seven years. Uh, I think I would take that. But again, you're you're not wrong either way. We've got a poll going on our YouTube right now that Lawrence put up. You want to read it verbatim, Lawrence? Well, I believe I, I asked the question the way it should be. I said, uh, which player would you rather see on the Blackhawks for the next seven years? There you go. There you go. That's how it was uh, posed. That uh, works, you know. Creeping up in votes, you know, currently Kachuk leads, but uh, we'll see how that I'm goes. interested to hear what Greg says because I can't wait to find out what his answer is. I'm going to preface my answer <laughs> by saying I think Austin Matthews is an amazing player. Yeah. He's one of the top three best goal scorers in the game right now. Mm-hmm. 
when if he should happen to hit the free agency market in 2024, I want Kyle Davidson to do everything mm-hmm. that is humanly possible to get him in a Blackhawks uniform. Here's $20 million a year. Whatever it takes. <laughs> send Benny to bowl to the airport. Whatever you got to do. That worked last get time. Get him here. Yeah. But. <laughs> That's a big but. I Thank you. I would rather have <laughs> Matthew Kachuk just because. Now, Austin Matthews is going to give you 40 goals guaranteed every season at least. Mm-hmm. But Matthew Kachuk does a little bit of everything. He gives you a little more. Just look at his stat line from last night. And, and you put this tweet in our Slack yeah. channel, but I actually had it saved. <laughs> Previously, yeah. This is Matthew Kachuk last night in game one. In 1754 of ice time, three assists, two primary, three shots, four shot attempts, one penalty drawn, nine hits. While he was on ice, he was on ice for 29 shot attempts, four, eight against. Damn. 17 shots, four, five against, three goals, four, one against. That's pretty good. There's there's, there's why I'm picking Matthew Kachuk, and that's not a shot against Austin Matthews, but Matthew Kachuk is in the middle of every board battle and winning almost all of them. Mm-hmm. He's just gets the knack where Austin Matthews is the guy that wants to just gay, hey, give me the puck. I want to shoot the puck. Keith Kachuk or Math. Oh, Jesus. Why do I always do that with these guys? <laughs> Matthew Kachuk is the guy that says, I'm going to go get the puck and then, then I'll shoot yeah. it. Like, well, yeah. that, you know, that, that's like the. Not that they're similar, they're a little bit similar, but not. I, Kachuk's a little more physical, obviously. But like the whole Jonathan Taves leadership thing, like, well, if that dude is doing everything he can to win, then I'm going to do so too. Right, right. I'm going to follow that guy and do, you know, you whatever war analogy you want to use. I'm going to follow that guy and do what he does because he's the highest paid guy on the team. He is working harder than anyone else on the team. So let's let's f and go. That's a guy you follow. Yeah. Right. Not and again. None of this is a slight on Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews is awesome. Right. And I, and I think when it's all said and done, he will be the greatest American-born player of all time. Kachuk, by the way, also American-born. But I just think if we're looking for the next seven years and you're looking at one guy to come in, I think Matthews is going to get the counting stats. But I think Kachuk, it's very similar to Kane and Taves in her prime. Mm-hmm. Like Kane had all the accolades, had all the around, moments, yeah. had all the points, but Jonathan Taves was that dude that people in hockey were like, "That's the guy." Yeah. Nineteen is the dude. I think it's we're far enough out of it that everyone likes to have the like, the fun like, oh, if you redraft this year's draft or whatever, twenty sixteen. I think if you go in and try and redraft that, I think there's a real good debate uh, to be had between if you if Matthews would stay at number one or if Kachuk would be up there. Yeah, it's a very good debate. And I think if you ask that to NHL GMs, it would probably be split down the middle. Yeah. Depending, yeah. it all depends on what you need for your team, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you have a Matthew Kachuk type player, then you get Austin Matthews. If you have an Austin Matthews type player, you get, man, imagine those two guys on the same team. They'd never lose. Because you have, if only, mm, if only they only could a be. Team that could happen. If there was only an international <laughs> tournament that could happen that both of them could play in. Yeah. Well, mm. maybe we'll have a chance to ask the Blackhawks GM this question uh, soon. Uh, just so everybody knows, Monday is a draft lottery. If you've lost sight of that somehow, Eeks. if you're somehow still sleeping, um, <laughs> time change. Yeah, time change. The draft lottery will happen at 7 p.m. We are going to be live right here on YouTube at 7 p.m. 
Then around 7.30, 7.35, we're going to kind of like hit the reset button and officially start the podcast. <laughs> It'll all be the same link, but for podcast purposes, people don't want to hear us yeah, like, yeah. I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, they don't want 25 <laughs> minutes of us reacting to TV in their car the next morning. Yes. Um, we are told there's a chance that Kyle Davidson will join the show. We have nothing confirmed yet, but uh, we're going to do our best to make it happen. So mark your calendar. Monday, 7 p.m., we will be there with you. Watch along with us as the draft lottery happens, Sweat and then react out. with us afterwards. Bring your sweat towels. We do have one <laughs> confirmed guest for that night, right? Or no? We have a, we have a penciled-in guest. We have a penciled-in confirmation from Cam Robinson uh, from Elite Prospects. He's going to try to so, join us. And then tomorrow... Tomorrow we have Chris Peters. We have Chris Peters. Is he 2 or 2.30? He is at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock, Chris Peters will join us. We're going to get kind of a... Hey, who are the guys at the top of the draft, regardless of where the Hawks land, that that fans should be looking for? Yep. And give us a little bit of a capsule on all of them. Just we know about Bedard. We know about Fantilli. An opportunity to calm everyone's nerves yeah. at, at whatever position they draft. Who could they get one final uh, look around the top five, six, seven picks? Yes. So Monday's going to be fun. It's going to be stressful. <laughs> uh, but hey, that's what we've been talking for the be last over. two years about. <laughs> eventually be, be over. over. Yeah. Yes. It's the it's the conclusion. I'm so looking forward to the conclusion. Yes, I'm going to be nervous and the anxious. Season, season finale kind of feeling. Right. But we'll finally get the answer. Who shot Jr. <laughs> Where do the Blackhawks pick? It was Maggie Simpson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we'll we're gonna encourage people that should it not go exactly the way we want. To not, uh, not lose your minds, not freak out. It's going to be fine. Whatever happens Monday. It'll be fine. The Blackhawks in June will be drafting their best prospect. Yes. And, and we will be yep. there to see it. A very likely potential franchise changer. Mm-hmm. And yes, we will be in Nashville be in for Nashville. the draft. Uh, those deal, those details are, we're, we're definitely going. Where we're going to be, when, we don't know yet. But uh, if you're going, make plans to find us. Because mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be there. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. And uh, Ice Hogs play tonight. Yes. Yeah. Do or die. Do or die. Game three in uh, in Texas. I'm going to say do. I'm going to say do. I, do. Don't die. Oh, yeah. Don't die. I'm going to say do. I, 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 I want to take this on vacation with me just, just to annoy my wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So game three tonight. Uh, prospect playoffs are still going on. Uh, Seattle, Sarnia, and Gatineau are all still in action. Uh, Samuel Savoie, they are on the brink of elimination. No, yeah, they're down. He over. will, he will have a Joe Pavelski like performance. He's going to put them on his <laughs> on his tiny on back, his small yet sturdy back, <laughs> and lead them. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> yes. <Gatano. laughs> I yep. need a Savoie jersey. Uh, hey, Maybe I'll hey, write the people there pretty, and say, "Hey, pr- pretty soon I mean, you can you can find a Gatineau jersey." I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> okay, well, work your magic. Yeah, yeah. send them an email and be like, "Remember when we talked to you at Prospect Camp? You know, can we, can we, can you bring one to Prospect Camp for us?" Yes, we'll give you, I'll, we'll I'll give have you. my seamstress take out the jersey a little bit so I can fit in it, <laughs> yeah. and we'll, we'll we'll put you on our show. We got to figure out uh, Canadian sizing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, let's wrap things up. Before we do, do you want to talk about DraftKings or should I talk about DraftKings? I can talk about DraftKings. All right, they're our friends. Why wouldn't I want to talk? Do about it. Our friends Draft and yours, Kings. 
Uh, I know we've been talking a lot about the Stanley Cup playoffs, but it's also NBA playoff times, and that means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbooks, an official betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement of every game with a touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app Opt in and place a same game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to ten dollars. Uh, I I I know I, I I'm not. I'll grab uh, one. Oh yeah, good. I got one here for All you. Right. you are, Quick same game parlay. Sw- yeah. Sixers at Celtics plus four hundred. James Harden double double. Joel Embiid double double plus four hundred. Do it. All right. Oh it's, wait, sorry. Also Sixers plus eight and a half. Cool. Wait, it, okay. Yeah. Sounds sounds good. That that works for me. I uh, I fell asleep uh, with the uh, at the end of the cracking game, and I woke up and heard that that James Harden fella had a big game the other day. So maybe he can. Uh, He's got a big that. beard. He's, That's what I know. All right. So bet on James Harden. Sure That's the way to go. Download the app now and sign up with the code CHGO. New customers can make a five dollar pregame money line bet and score one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets if their team wins. Only. At DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code CHGO. Hey, do you have a gambling problem? Then you should call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, you call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline m at ma.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Nice. In Kansas, not Kansas City, the entire state (laughs) of Kansas, you can call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbooks for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Before we wrap up, can we laugh at Gerard Gallant? Yes. Today, who's like, <laughs> they want to fire me? Why? What did I do? <laughs> Aside from fall completely short of expectations. Nothing. Everything else was great, Gerard. I was, I was yeah. a tuned off by some of the talk after the game, too, how it was kind of like, and yes, the Rangers played like ass that last game, but it was kind of like, well, we didn't play good, so that's why we lost. Well, maybe the other team had something to do with the yeah. region you didn't play right, good. Yeah. Maybe give some credit to the team on the nah. other side. It's a reason that guy moves around all the time all right let's wrap the show up we're back tomorrow at two o'clock with our pal chris peters get your draft on kids still talk that way no okay draft on we'll talk to you uh tomorrow at two on the chgo blackhawks podcast